Hi, I'm Peter Alsop. On this week's Songs to Chew, I've got a special treat for you podcast listeners. I just finished up my new song, All Our Kids, about the immigrant children being held in detention centers on our U.S. southern border. Those of you who follow my Songs to Chew podcast know that some episodes are for kids and families and come directly from my kids' albums. And in other episodes, we discuss and play songs that are written for adults. Today, we have both kids and grown-ups singing on the song. The adults sing, they're all our kids, every single one, even if we're not their moms or dads. And the kids sing, we're all your kids, every daughter, every son. Locking us in cages is so wrong. So as a parent, you might ask, Peter, is this song for kids or a song for adults? And the way I would answer that is to say, it depends on you. I've never had a problem playing any of my own songs for my own kids, regardless of their age, even songs about loaded issues like human sexuality or death. Frankly, I welcome the opportunity to talk with my children about anything under the sun. What I've found is that I can stop in the middle of a song if it looks like the kids aren't getting it and ask my child if they understand what I just sang. I ask if they have any questions, and if they do, then it's up to me to figure out a way to make the adult idea as clear as I can to them. I try to come up with images or with a story that will help them understand the adult idea in a way that relates to their kid-sized life. I also know that sometimes I'm not exactly sure how to do that. In those cases, it's okay to say, you know what, I need some time to think about that so I can explain it to you better. And then I take the time to do just that, to think about it and come up with a simpler version that fits in with their own age-appropriate, limited life experience. And then I make sure that I keep my word and always come back and explain. Most of the time, it's us adults who get nervous about explaining things to our kids. That comes from our own fears that we won't be able to explain something or that we ought to protect them from certain concepts. Take death, for example. I don't think there are very many adults who feel confident about what really happens to us when we die. Even those of us who hold strong and certain religious or philosophical beliefs about death would probably agree that we would be hard-pressed to come up with any kind of scientific proof that our purview is the only correct version of what happens to us. And that's part of the mystery and soup of our sometimes painful and sometimes delightful human experience. When our basset hound, George, died, my daughters discovered his still and stiff old body lying in our backyard under his favorite bush. I wanted to take a moment with them and him to remember our good times with him when he was alive. We had a little ceremony with some flowers. I sang a dog song for him. I talked a little about his love for us and also mentioned his painful, unrequited love for a huge female Great Dane who lived up the street. I asked the girls if they had anything they wanted to say. Our eldest, Megan, shared some of her sad feelings with us as we sat on the ground around George's body. We listened to her and were silent for a bit. Then I asked our youngest, Willow, if she had anything she wanted to say. She thought for a moment and took a big breath and said, Uh, can we go now? She was right. It was a much bigger deal for me than it was for her right then. So to answer the question, is this a song for kids or for adults, is, it depends on you. Can you put yourself in the shoes of these kids who are locked in cages away from their parents? How would you explain what is happening to them to your own children? What if it was you and your kids that this was happening to? We know that this is not just a TV show. It's really happening right now. It's being done in our names by grown-up Americans who could be our neighbors, probably not bad people, probably just following orders, probably not feeling so great about it themselves. How would you explain this to your kids if they wanted to know what was going on and why? And more importantly, how do you feel about it yourself? Is it okay with you if your children see that your feelings are touched? Are you embarrassed to let them see you when you are sad or crying or maybe really angry? 
Our culture frowns on strong displays of emotion. Not cool, not okay. But if our kids don't ever see us express strong emotions, how are they going to learn how to manage and build their own emotional vocabulary? So, as a parent, I listen to something first and then decide if it's something I'm willing to engage myself and my kids with right now. If this is something that they will probably hear about from someone else, am I missing an opportunity to open a door to helping them understand? If it's in the news already, or if I know they'll be talking about this at school or with their friends, wouldn't it be great to be part of the discussion with them? So, it's up to you. And if I feel uncomfortable because I don't know what to do about making something better, fixing something broken, that discomfort is okay with me. It will bubble within me and make me more alert to solutions that might pop up, more aware of needing to find ways to take action to change what's not okay, even if that action might not solve the entire problem. I know that taking some action always moves me closer to finding a solution, especially if that action is singing. That's why I wrote this song. Come on and sing along with us, and let's see what solutions will pop up. I wake up in the morning and listen to the news Stuff that's going on, it shakes me to my shoes We're putting kids in prisons, it's happening today But we're gonna make it stop, cause it's not okay They're all our kids, every single one Even if we're not their moms or dads they're all our kids, every daughter, every son And it breaks our hearts, they're in a place so sad Every daughter, every son 
And it breaks our hearts They're in a place so sad So that's it for today. Thanks for caring. Thanks for singing along. I want to thank Greg Hilfman for playing marimba and piano on this, my grandkids Quinlan and Leon for singing with us, along with my wife Ellen and a bunch of my neighbors who are also concerned about the welfare of these immigrant families. And a special thanks to my son-in-law Chad Shepner and his cast of kids from The Greatest Showman who sang with us too. You can find all of my songs and videos on my website at peteralsop.com. And we'll be back next week with chapter one of my In the Hospital album, that I did with my old buddy, Bill Harley. Bye for now.